0: welcome back to the millennials podcast bonus episode
1: sort of i'm smith i'm spider-man 2
2: <laughs> i'm spider-man 3 the black one
1: i'm the japanese spider-man
2: <laughs> all right spider-mans how y'all doing living it up in the spider-verse baby Woo! yeah
3: doing doing great at the box stuff i said i tell you that much i'm feeling
1: spiderrific, right. if you ask me yeah.
3: So, so you might be wondering start. why we're talking about spiders so much. And that's because, well, so that's because
0: the title of the episode is probably Spider Man No Way Home and <laughs> and why we're talking about Spider Man.
3: I assumed everyone who listened to a podcast downloaded the episode without ever looking at the title and clicked play. That's true. Um that's fair. Because that's how people are when they, this is a little side rant before we start. That's how people are when they watch television shows. I'm always like, oh, the episode was so good and they named it this thing. They The episode name was this because of this. And they're like, episode name? What are you talking about? They have names? And I'm like, yes, they have names. They put work into that. But that's my rant about television. Spider-Man, Fair no right. way home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very popular new movie. You've probably seen it because it made $260 million in its opening weekend, becoming the second biggest opening weekend of all time. Behind what? Infinity War.
0: Oh, Mm. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Surprising that Endgame isn't the highest, to be honest. I think that the buy-in would
1: be... Yeah, Yeah, I thought Endgame was the highest.
3: I was just looking at an article from Sony Pictures, and they said that Infinity War was right above No Way Home. Hmm. But then again, it's possible that they are drunk. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: true. <laughs> but I think I remember I the story idea. being that Infinity War made more opening weekend, but obviously Endgame made more overall. That's what I think
0: happened. I love the idea that he went and saw Infinity War, and we're like, I'll wait on the second one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Not good enough to see opening day.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is uh, No Way Home is the third and... Possibly final entry in... It's the
0: second, third Spider-Man movie.
3: MCU's Spider-Man uh, story. And three, it's the
0: third Spider-Man's third movie? Four? Nope. It's the it's second, third Spider-Man movie, So Marcus. A, yes.
3: Only two Spider-Men have gotten three movies, and this is the second yes. of the two. Three Spider-Man have had two movies. Technically four if you count uh, across the Spider-Verse since it is coming out. Um... So that is a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. And the reason that happens is because Spider-Man is the best comic book character of all time. And we might
0: even should call this the ninth Spider-Man movie.
3: You Because since this one does tie spoiler alert, ties them all together, it kind of is of a piece with the rest of them.
1: Mm, yeah, I feel like it's it should be important to... Tell everyone this will be a spoiler review because it's essentially impossible to talk about this movie without spoiling a huge chunk of it. I mean, this is your warning now. If you don't want us to hear, if you don't want to hear about the time when uh, Doctor Strange comes in and he says somehow Palpatine returned, uh, you may want to log (laughs) off now.
0: (laughs) Doctor Strange is in Fortnite?
3: (laughs) You know it. Why didn't they just make this movie in Fortnite? It would have been so much cheaper. They could have shown it in that's, that's Fortnite, yeah.
2: That's the yeah. next one, guys. Come on. Quit, quit spoiling
0: everything. So, yeah, this one's about Spider Man. You might have heard it. It's him. about
3: just one
0: Spider Man? Spider Man. He's, he's a kid from Brooklyn, right? Or Queens. Queens. Cat Burger's from Brooklyn, that's right. Yes. Why are all superheroes from one city? All right, I'm tired of this. Well, it is no one of the most populous
3: cities in the world, so it's, come on. Statistically, it's pretty likely that a lot of them will come Still, from there, I and like also has a high crime rate.
2: This is Stan Lee bias. Is what this is? More accurately, this movie's about Peter Parker.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Yeah, it's true.
2: <sighs> so if you
3: if you didn't watch the last Spider-Man movie, but you decided to watch this one. Um, you, you, you gleamed that Call in
0: now, because I want to hear what you... Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That at the end of the last movie, his identity was revealed, and people believe that Spider-Man is a murderer, um, and much like, uh, Taylor Swift decided to murder Jake Gyllenhaal in broad daylight. (laughs) Um, so, that's what's going on at the beginning of this movie.
0: And... Thing. It, it really, it literally just just opens up right where the last one left off. Like, there's no space in between those two movies. It's, yeah. it's pretty wild. And it, so, it yeah. kind of starts off really quickly in this movie with just being like, "Hey, do you remember stuff from the past? Because <laughs> here's Charlie Cox from the Daredevil TV show that we've refused to acknowledge exists until right now. <laughs> until bad, internet
3: this week, um, they've decided yeah. to just, um. Acknowledge that the Netflix stuff actually existed for some reason. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I mean, specifically Daredevil. I don't know if they're counting Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all that, but all I know is we know specifically at least Daredevil and one other character is now in the MCU officially. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I like like how you talk Iron Fist. That was a good decision. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. When they brought Iron Fist in, he actually was the one that (laughs) defeated Palpatine there at the end. That was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Did not see that one
3: coming. Although, either. then you made that joke, but Palpatine actually is in this movie. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> that I just thought about that. Palpatine is at the very end of this movie.
1: Technically. You know, technically Somehow. Yeah. yeah.
3: Te- Somehow Palpatine has made it to the <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. I'm not that
1: surprised. But yeah, honest. like w- um, when, uh, when Charlie Cox showed up, like the theater I saw this in. Everyone cheered for Daredevil, and I'm like, "All right, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting crowd. This is gonna be fun." They pop for da- yeah. My my crowd went kind of nuts, so too. But- yeah, they pop for Daredevil. So with what I can only imagine is coming up, they're, they're gonna go wild. So I, I I had a fun time watching this movie in a packed theater with a ruckus crowd at 3 p.m. on a Thursday. I will say that.
0: Hell yeah! Nice. I like how he how the, the, the brick comes when he he catches it, and everyone just sort of like. Let's that happen, and just sit well, there. Well, he's a
3: really good
2: lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, alright, sure. Okay, movie. Uh, my, my question was, who uh, the hell threw that brick? Did you see the angle it came in at? Yeah. Straight line. Because they don't
3: live on the second floor. They live on like, the sixth floor of this building. <laughs> so they had to be on an adjacent building, and it had a freaking rocket of an arm.
1: It was it's a secret supervillain. It, yeah. it, <laughs> it was one of the New Yorkers from that scene in the first Spider-Man where they're throwing the yes. trash at Green Goblin. <laughs> oh my God. I rewatched those recently and that's just the, the best scene ever. It really is. <laughs>
3: Everyone <laughs> in New York is like, we're New York. You can't mess with
0: Spider-Man. You mess with one of
1: us. You mess with all of us. <laughs> yes.
0: In real life in New York City, they probably kill Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so they'd get their hands on <laughs> they beat the shit
3: out of that nerd. <laughs>
0: That train full of New Yorkers Spider Man too? Fuck no. They whipped mm-hmm. his ass. You you delayed the train, motherfucker. <laughs> I got yeah. places to be. I'm late for work. Cause of Spider Man and fucking other spider guy.
3: <laughs> but uh yeah, so without having to get into all the details of everything that happens that gets the the, the plot of this movie fired off, basically legal troubles aren't that bad for Spider Man, but As Charlie Cox points out, the court of public opinion is not in his favor. It's hard for him to get into college. All Him and his friends and MJ, his girlfriend, and his friend Ned want to go to MIT together. And they all get rejected because they've been embroiled in this scandal in New York. And so he decides that the most rational course of action is to make everyone forget that he's Spider-Man. And he enlists Doctor Strange's help.
0: I gotta say, Doctor Strange really bears a lot of responsibility for what happens in this movie because he like it doesn't take more than three minutes of a teenager talking to him for him to go, go yeah, all right, let's cast a giant huge spell and fuck with the world. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's done it for less, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there's no, no thinking involved in his part. I'm like, sir, are you sure you're really responsible here? Because you're not really thinking this through.
3: Yeah, and also, I know he's supposed to be a teenager, but did Peter think about this at all? <laughs> It was just like there, you don't think there's any other solution to this problem than than this huge thing you're about to do. I mean, and also, once you do this, once you're like, oh, maybe we'll forget about me. I know it may be hard to talk to people again. Just tell them you're Spider-Man. <laughs> Why do you have to go and fuck up the spell in the middle of it and open up a huge multiverse problem?
1: I mean, they brought that up in the movie, like Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, uh, he said, like, you didn't at least call. You you didn't least yeah. call the school first before you came to me. <laughs> you can <Yeah>. do that, <laughs> and then later, later MJ is just like you know. Next time
3: you can just talk to us first. We can like come up with a plan together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, maybe talk to your friends first, man. Maybe
1: we need to get Spider Man on a Vyvanse prescription. It sounds like he's got ADHD. That's what this sounds like. It's it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Um. The thing
0: about it is, is that, sure, I get it with, with, with MJ, yes, you would like to her to know, and that's a whole, it's a foundational relationship, I get that. Ned, he'll be fine. We'll figure that out with Ned, I'm sure he'd be great. Aunt May, I get it as well. But here's my thing, Doctor Strange, you couldn't stop, you couldn't be like, alright, hold on, shut the spell down, Yeah, let's run it back, start it again. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he's no. not
3: Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs>
2: You, like, think, you think
3: Wong would have made that mistake? Mm-mm. You think Wong would have done that? No. <laughs> Wong
2: wouldn't well, have done Wong, this at all. <laughs> Not Wong, do no He's wrong. Too of
0: a... <laughs> 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 He's too much of a, spo- of, 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 a, of a joy killer. He wouldn't even try this. Exactly. But... Not that I agree with Dr. Strange. Yeah. I-, I hate yeah. wizards in general, but uh, I thought this was a very <laughs> irresponsible decision. <laughs> you said that as if wizards are real. <laughs> Yeah, they aren't, of course.
3: Uh-oh.
0: Uh-huh. Suspicious. <laughs> I was making a joke. If oh.
3: one were to exist, he'd probably name himself Benedict Cumberbatch, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably be like, "What's what are names around here sound like? And then he'd just put them all together <laughs> into that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Ooh. But the spell goes bad. And of course, hijinks ensue yep. when Doctor Octopus shows up. And anyway. that, that, by the way, big moment. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Alfred mm-hmm. fucking Molina, man. One of the best villains in any comic book movie ever, and he just does it again in this movie. Doesn't miss a step. Mm-mm. Yeah, looking pretty good, by the
1: mm-hmm. way. Yeah, you, you could right. definitely tell he. You could definitely tell there's some age on there, but from everything else, like he, it's like. It's amazing how he was able to turn the dial back 18 years and just hop right back into this role again. Like, he was incredible. Well,
0: Ben, you said 18 years and my bones hurt. (laughs) Yeah. I thought about that
3: when I was was watching him. I was like, Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007. Oh Oh my god, that was so long ago. I was in 6th
1: grade.
0: I started high school in 2007. Holy shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. Anyways, he shows up. It's great. I did I did find the resolution of this scene a little bit silly. Um, with the whole like Bluetooth pairing to the tentacles or whatever.
1: <laughs> well, it was whoa, nanotech. Wait, wait, whoa.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. It was yeah, nanotech. Come on.
0: You get full. It's a new device discovered, <laughs> paired. You know what it was referencing. I was like. Listen, Tony Stark was a smart guy, but fuck you. This is too much for me. A
3: silly. Yeah, also, I just love how the nanobots, like, I understand they're supposed to be, like, crazy powerful, but isn't it insane that they can just get onto any surface and then make it into a Tony Stark weapon?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> make his job easier.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, they did that, and then right as we think that he's out of the woods with Doc Ock, we get we dial it up a notch. Willem fucking Defoe as the Green Goblin comes back, my- and another person who has just not missed a step. He keeps he's played that role as if it's just kept going this whole time. Uh, my worth M- of My
1: boy, yeah. my boy. He's back. Uh like yeah, his his perform. He just tapped right back into it, and it was just, he. He's the best part of the movie, in my earnest opinion. Like he. I read one review on Letterboxd, it was like, Kevin Feige finally realized that there's no way any of their villains can beat Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. They were just like, fuck it, bring him back. And that yeah. was a great decision, because I feel like, I know we'll talk more about this as we get into it, but I feel like after this movie, he's pretty much set himself as the best, as the best, like, Marvel movie villain ever, in my opinion, wow. in my humble Pro- opinion. Probably. Um,
0: so have a question for y'all real, real yes. fast.
1: When, cause we, we all knew he'd be in the
0: movie, right? The Green Goblin would be in the movie. We saw the, we saw the bomb in the trailer or whatever. But did you think it would will be Willem Dafoe or would it be James Franco or Dane DeHaan? I oh, definitely
3: God. knew it was only Willem Dafoe.
2: <laughs> yeah, Willem Dafoe blows the ball out. One, <laughs> one,
3: let's go without any of the logical reasons. One uh-huh. um, is just because we heard his laugh in the trailer. And that has right. got to be Willem Dafoe's laugh. Second sure of all, rare. I feel like if it was Dane DeHaan, everyone would be like, wait, was yeah. that guy? He was in a... He did a Spider-Man? <laughs> and then if it was James Franco, there'd be some other problems. So, I think Will and <laughs> was the easiest person easiest person. Wait, what, to what problems with James Franco? I mean, just, you know, general Me Too stuff that happened with him, so...
0: Oh, I didn't know about this. That happened with James with James Franco? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He, he had some, some Me Too and sexual... Oh malfeasance stuff so i don't i don't think he's in the um the good graces of the D- disney corporation yeah
0: i'm glad it was over the dude rules yeah yeah yeah. he's great
1: well what was the what the best part about this was in an interview leading up to the movie he said that he would only agree to do it if he got to do his own fight scenes and his own stunts which and he's 66 years old mind you and the stuff he does in this movie is just ah uh, it's like oh uh, it was a great decision it's great decision
3: yeah It's almost as good as the performance that his dick does in Antichrist. Um... (laughs)
0: I did like, by the way, this is giving this is this this giving way ahead. But when he shows up at the end to to fuck up the whole thing with Spider Man, Doctor Strange, I loved that Doctor Strange, the most powerful wizard in the fucking universe, still can't deal with a couple of fucking bombs. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> crazy guy in a green costume with bombs beats Doctor Strange. It's for a honestly
3: inspirational. <laughs> it's like if you are crazy enough and have enough like gun power, you can actually destroy anything. <laughs>
2: Guys, yeah. this, this is not the time to legitimize Batman. Right? <laughs> <I do that. laughs>
0: green Goblin is kind of just Batman, isn't he? You know, yeah. in a way, he's, he's kind of like a Batman, guy on the cut costume. the bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What was it they called him In this movie, they called him the Green Elf. Elf.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was cute. Uh, and yeah, and one thing I did appreciate about the movie when they brought Willem Dafoe in is, you know, one of the things that you, you get when you rewatch the Raimi movies is you're like, as good as any MCU movie can be, they cannot be as individually creative as one of these Spider-Man movies. Because Sam Raimi got to do whatever the hell he wanted. And one of the coolest things in any of those movies is uh, Willem Dafoe talking to himself as the Green Goblin. And I was really surprised at how well they did their little homage to it in the in the alleyway. Um, I was actually very surprised that, uh, obviously not a one-to-one thing, but very, very uh, faithful adaptation of of how he um, acted in that movie and how the camera work was in that movie.
0: Hmm. They did a few little references to Sam Raimi's camera work they the did. that I thought were very good in this movie. They did. Mm-hmm. It was nice. A little hokey. That's all that's I wanted to say. They did all that.
3: those references to Mark Webb's camera work as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that one time where he... Uh, yeah when he uh, uh, uh
3: there was that lizard yeah. and he like yeah, yeah yeah mark webb directed the amazing spider-man movies for people who don't oh, okay. understand this joke. A joke about webs <laughs> no although that's if they hired mark joke. webb because his name was mark webb that's kind of cool <laughs> too bad he made a couple of shitty movies he, he
1: made it, the the pun is good I, i'm sure that was part of it i was going to say yeah,
0: I just want to say in this movie when they do the fuck, when Ned does the summoning circle and you know other Spider Man comes through he pulls his 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 mask off a child sitting in front of me said he's from the old Spider Man movies and I was like
3: <laughs> I'm like hey kid wait two minutes where do you think this guy's from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the funny thing was the fact that I'm not sure how old he is I'm not sure Tobey Maguire is like maybe forty something years old it was funny how even though he's like not that old. He kind of played Grandpa Spider-Man in this movie. I really... Yeah. That was so... Because like when he first gets introduced, he's just wearing like a like a bomber jacket and a, and a blue shirt and he's just like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> and he just says the entire time, one of my, my f- absolute favorite parts about the movie is that Tobey Maguire is almost like a meta version of himself in the movie because he's looking in all the scenes, he's looking kind of like, this is good. I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> I, I started all this, and I'm glad to see where they've gone with it. And it was just like so sweet mm-hmm. to see that in his face. Mm-hmm.
0: There was a moment when I thought I was in there say, "Who are you?" going To say Toby <laughs> Moore, M-. I played Peter Parker.
3: Man, oh, that
2: would have been so.
3: <laughs> and then he has to like tell them what he thinks Spider Man would do in this scenario <laughs> because he can't actually do it.
0: Cause his clothes look like Tobey Maguire just showed up the set one day and was like, "I'm in costume. I'm good. Put yeah. me in the scene." So they'll
1: know who I am. They'll they'll understand.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kids love Tobey Maguire.
0: <laughs> and there's there's a but yeah, there's a whole thing with you got to go. You got to catch all the fucking Spider Man villains Rogue Gallery showing up to and you got Oh Addict yeah, the whatnot. explanation
3: is that anyone who knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man in any universe has now shown up. And that's why you get Jamie Foxx as Electro. You get Ryze Iphens. I don't even think he was actually in this movie. I think they just reused footage of him from the original because like, the only time we ever see his physical body it's just like he's like there for two seconds naked and then it's over. Who the fuck is Ryze Iphens? Isn't that the guy? Am I getting his name wrong? The guy who plays Lizard? Dr. Connor? You're, 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 you're very
1: close, amazing. at least.
3: Okay, I think that's the huh. something like his name. Yeah,
0: um, I, I remember doing that, cause that movie because
1: I, I noticed that about him, and I noticed that about Sandman because obviously Thomas Church is not in this movie. Uh, he, he Sandman is just a big C, not well big at some points, but just a just a CGI sand uh, sculpture, if you will.
0: You see, yeah, you see him twice. I mean, he's. Right. He's like, oh my god, I'm back, I'm back from being saying Then he's like, oh my god, I'm disappearing. Pretty much. Yeah, it's Rise
3: Iphens. I'm not
1: crazy. Yeah. And plus, I've I just never heard of the guy. I wouldn't be surprised if, with those two, they just pulled clips from the older Spider Man movies and just put those in instead of actually having I'm, them there.
3: Maybe Thomas Hayden Church filmed a scene, but I'm 100% sure that Ryze Iphens was not in this movie at all. I think they just reused one of his scenes from the end of The Amazing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the CG part, they just had a you know a freaking CG lizard in there. I mean, that's
1: not. Yeah, hard. we can't confirm this, but that's what it looked like to me at least.
3: I'm I'm pretty. It's kind of like Natalie Portman in uh, Endgame. They just used a scene, a deleted scene from freaking The Dark World because she wouldn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my thing. But so you got him, and like I said, we said, Sandman, uh, Doc, Green Goblin. Uh, am I forgetting any? I think we got them all. Number five. Did I say them all? You said, you you all said of, Electro yeah. already. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there we go. You got all. Of them. They're all there, and you know those all those famous villains, and yeah, they're out running amok. Doctor Strange is like, "Hey, get them in these little cages," but then there's a little uh, Aunt Aunt May has her little "but hey, we should help these people" thing when she meets Green Goblin, and so. Well,
2: Seth, oh, I think you're missing an important part here oh, because no. they're gonna. They're going to send them back to their universes. Yes, where they will all immediately die. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because apparently they
3: all got taken out of the timeline a moment before they die.
2: Right. So that was the big uh, uh, conflict for, oh, should we not send them straight back to their deaths?
3: And Dr. Strange is just like, that's their fate. Come on, man.
0: Right. I appreciate... The, the the conflict here is that aunt may puts this idea in peter's head that she needs to fix these people to help them i like it's a very spider-man thing to do spider-man is often the, the the cause of his villains existing kind of like a batman and fixing them is kind of a thing he's tried to do in the past and even in the old movies he tried to fix them you know he wanted to fix green goblin in the very first movie and mm-hmm. so it's been a whole thing so I, I appreciated that was the conflict was i need to help these people even though they're bad you know because i'm responsible or some version of me is responsible, so I felt I felt like that was a good a good way to take it. See, the way here's the thing though. I thought the movie was going a different direction. My thought halfway in was, oh shit, we're doing an inverted Sinister Six movie where Spider-Man is part of the Sinister Six and the villain is Doctor Strange. And they're trying <laughs> to stop him from killing all this all the guys, right? That would have been, in my opinion,
3: more interesting, but I thought it was pretty good regardless. Yeah. And so once all this is set in motion, um, they're trying to they're trying to fix everybody using this Tony Stark fabricator bullshit. Who cares? It's just a bunch of goopy. Why goop. did Happy seal that thing? It's never explained why he why he sold it. I think Happy just has. I think that's just like his. That's how he gets his edge off. You know, he just steals <laughs> things to Tony Stark.
1: I mean, what's Tony going to do about? Who's it?
3: Who's dead? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think he was doing it also while Tony was alive, and then he just um, carried some of that
1: stuff over when he was dead because he's like hey, it also
2: had. It also had Tony's, like, color on it, so maybe, like... Yeah, maybe, maybe it was, like, no, a yeah.
3: sentimental thing that Tony left for his yeah. best friend, Happy.
0: Oh, I want to say something real fast. Going way back to sort of the beginning of the film, when Happy and Aunt May are breaking up, and Peter and MJ show up in his room, and they come there, he's in his underwear or whatever, that whole scene that plays out after that was pretty good physical comedy from everybody involved. I thought that was actually a very excellent comedic mm-hmm. scene. I, in this movie, the comedy, in my opinion, is on point.
3: No complaint of, 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 jokes the pretty much. Right. Almost all, all of them mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. They they did pretty well with it. Um, There is one that I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there as a the thing I did not like. And I didn't like it in the trailer either. And I continue to hate it. Is when they make fun of Otto Octavius' name. I... I solemnly believe you do not get to be a comic book movie and make fun of comic books. You don't get to have your cake and eat it, too. His name is Otto Octavius. Your name's Peter Parker. That's stupid, too, if you think about it. (laughs) So shut the fuck up. Like, I... Or Stephen fucking Strange. Yeah, Stephen Strange over here. Like, get get over yourself. It's one of those small things where I'm like, the Marvel movies have a, a bit of a... Like Almost like a self-hatred thing sometimes, where they're like, we make these movies for mass audiences, but mass audiences want to think they're better than people who read comic books. So we got to poke some fun at them every once in a while. And I'm like, no. Otto Octavius is a cool name, okay? Your, your name is Ned. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what, what, is, what is their deal? So that was just something I absolutely hated. Yeah. That was just my what one. What is Ned thing. short for? I never, I never do what Ned is short for. Nedrick. Nedric gotcha, right?
2: yeah. I, I thought that joke was like a callback to when they were making fun of like Doctor Strange's name like
3: yeah and that's another thing I didn't love because they did that thing with what was it, was it Infinity War when he's like oh we're using our made up names I'm like yeah yeah, <laughs> dude you guys are in space about to fight a bunch of fucking aliens on a circular ship <laughs> like get over it
0: uh They've already did a good joke with names, and it was it was in Doctor Strange with him and him and had that back and forth about Doctor Strange. That was that was a good little who's on first thing. That was a decent way to do it.
3: Ned, this is so this is going to be really piss you off. Ned is a variant of the name Ed, so it's short for Edward, Edmund, Edgar, and Edwin. Ah, it's a variant, just like the just like COVID. The name Ed has variants. (laughs) Like the show Loki. Yeah.
1: But where does the end come from?
3: Yeah, wh- where do we just start? Where do we just throw, I guess throw some. That shows all the letters. They were like.
1: Was, was it supposed there. to be it's silent insane. and we just mispronounced it this whole time?
0: <laughs> 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 yes, it's been had the whole time. Where's the K come in for Dick from Richard? Yeah. You know?
3: yeah. Who knows?
0: If you took the K off of the word Dick. Would it change how you pronounce it at all? No. No. K is a useless letter. It should I be mean, destroyed.
2: <laughs>
3: Technically, either either K or C could could be um, destroyed. I,
2: I'm down with K dying. Like, yeah,
0: C is sexier. It's a better letter because right. it's got it's curvy. It's curvy. Exactly. <laughs> could be a, it could be a boob or a ball.
3: Yeah. Two <laughs> C's upside down. You got boobs.
0: You know. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, yeah. anyways
3: this is a review of spider-man no way home (laughs) (laughs) very popular movie that is out right now Um, made 300 million dollars yeah where are we at oh yeah so they're in the fabricator they're trying to fix them all and then oh no the green goblin's actually still a bad guy and he's he's corrupted he's got a he's got an electro to get rid of his little no more electro thing and Now they're bad again. And this is a a scene I really liked because, as we mentioned earlier, there is a very, very um, prominent homage to Sam Raimi's filmmaking when they have that fight. Also, this movie had, I think, maybe the most actual hand-to-hand combat that that the MCU Spider-Man has ever done. There's, like, three separate scenes where he's not just, like, swinging around and doing crazy kicks and stuff. He's, like, actually just fist-to-fist, fist like, luchador <laughs> fucking wrestling fighting this dude. And I was like,
1: this is cool. Like, like oh, closed man. combat, like, the, the fist-to-cups. Yeah. The
0: Green Goblin versus Spider-Man throwdown he kicked his ass up, down, <laughs> sideways, in and out all across this fucking complex. It was insane. Yeah. I was loving it. I was like, "Holy shit, he's taking it this fucking Spider-Man." And when he's like punch him in the face and he's just smiling, I was like, "Damn." Mm-hmm.
1: that's yeah. crazy. Like we, we never we never got to saw Willem Dafoe like he he was physical in the first one, but not to this extent where he was where he was spine busting people through through floors in an apartment building, like it was insane. Yeah. Like they but there were wrestling moves in there. They bust out a spine buster, a power bomb. It was, it was he's sixty six years old, sixty six years old, <laughs> and he's doing all this. Yeah, he's like whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: During during the final fight, doesn't he fucking suplex Green? I think so. Point? Yeah.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I think before all this happens, like they actually fixed Doc Ock, the one of the things yes. they build, yep. like it, it replaces the corrupted uh, piece that's connected to his brain, and he, he's actually cured. And he's actually cured. Yeah. So it was like, all right, a little redemption for Doc Ock, because that's the thing. Like Otto, he was never a bad person. Like he was corrupted. He was corrupted by uh by those yeah. faulty by those faulty arms. So now that he's like fully in control, he's like, it's quiet now. I can actually hear myself think. He was just grumpy the whole time. Like the, his brain was just constantly running. But now, everything's quiet. It's like, you know what? You're not so bad.
3: I feel like the more I, I talk about so this movie, you. the more I want to just talk about how good Spider-Man 2 is. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's but roll go back for a second. I got a question.
3: Yeah. How did you guys feel about the uh, <clears throat> I'm something of a scientist myself I line? I was just about it. to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I am solidly on the fence. On oh, the one oh. hand, on the one hand, I liked it, but I didn't like how much Other people liked it. What a what a a strange fucker you are. (laughs) They liked it a little too much, and I was like, okay, I don't know, I'm not sure if it was that
1: good. (laughs) You know, I wouldn't cheer for it, but I would. I did chuckle. I didn't cheer for it, but I did. It was like, ah, he said the thing. they cheered my theater. Uh, Yeah, my yeah, my people didn't. (laughs) It's like, all right, these are good people. I, I
0: appreciated it for being. It was just, it was dumb my question for y'all is, which is the worst meme reference? Is it, <laughs> or is it, I'm the juggernaut bitch?
1: Probably. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's gotta be the juggernaut mm-hmm. one.
3: That was yeah, so bad.
1: Was. <laughs> Out of place. They came back after the movie was done and reshot it just to put that in.
3: And it was funny was because it like, it? it was a big meme, but that was like back before memes were incredibly mainstream. So the mm-hmm. scene was only actually there for like a couple thousand people at the time.
2: Right, but you know that shit's gonna blow up like on Reddit when they get their screenshots and shit.
0: Yeah, I feel uh, like if you if you're gonna reference that video, do it better. Cause it's a hilarious video. Yeah,
3: it's one of the best internet videos ever. Holds
0: up. But yeah, when, it, when, that, when it, my audience, by the way, did also cheer for the scientist, I'm still go scientists, slime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I felt myself like wanting to stick to the floor. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Bless I, I, I liked done. it. Yeah. I, it
2: was fine, but I'm kind of like I don't it's know. Like, why
1: can't you just laugh like normal people?
2: <laughs> I know. Oh, y'all are gonna hate me y'all are glad you didn't see the oh, movie God. with me cause I cheered first <laughs> <laughs> no I like, yeah no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like if Marcus cheered I'd probably cheer along. I feel like I'd be there too he's
2: <laughs> well, got that energy it. you know mm-hmm. this this movie's just full of moments that I I don't know just yeah. high tension so exciting and, and fucking emotional I'm just like I was in this. I was heavily invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, I say, Marcus is
3: America. We should we should ask him every question we have yeah, about
0: everything. As <sighs>
3: far as fan service goes, I think this is like kind of the best of both worlds you can get out of a movie. There was plenty of fan service, but it also kind of it strung together a pretty fun movie in the end. So I was I was pleased by that. Yeah, they they
0: Aunt May dies. Wait a minute. Okay. Oh yeah. So at the end <laughs> of the
2: scene alert. we were just talking about,
3: Aunt May gets to deliver the. With great power comes great responsibility line. And then she drops dead. And it's one of the less skillfully handled scenes, I would say. I didn't... At the end of the movie, when he was... I, I can spoil the end of the movie. at the end of the movie. He's like, oh, I don't want anyone even know I exist anymore. I was like, oh, how is he going to explain this to Aunt May? Because I forgot she had died. Because I was just like, that scene just didn't really do it for me. Um, I think Marissa Tomei deserved a little better.
0: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't like the way it was shot with the extreme contrast and the fire and the darkness. I couldn't see her face enough to yes. really sell it for me as a, as a scene. And it was, it, it, I mean, you, it happened, obviously. and That was the thing. But I just thought that it could have done better. I, I, you're right, Marissa Tomei deserved better than that scene. Exactly. I mm-hmm.
1: thought. Yeah, like yeah, I feel like the that, that actual moment probably should have been done a little better, but I did like how she went out fighting, like she tried yeah. she played a part in the fight, like she tried she tried to help out. But ultimately, it got her killed, but I just like how in this movie there are legit consequences to the Peter's actions and we haven't really seen a lot of that in the last couple of movies because he's kind of been babied by Tony Stark and Stark Industries and things like yes. that and he's had all these he's had other people come in to help clean up his messes but now he doesn't have yes. now he doesn't have that and by the end of the movie Preach. and by the end of this movie he's basically reverted to the Peter Parker that we all know like no one gives a shit who he is he's living in a crummy apartment he's probably late on rent he has no job he he has he has to he has to make a new suit and it's like the MCU is like, all right, we're starting over. This is the Spider-Man everyone knows, and this Aunt May moment was pretty much the catalyst for that. Because I don't even think there's an Uncle Ben in this in this universe. They they didn't even mention him. They don't even mention Uncle Ben. So I think this was his Uncle Ben moment.
3: Ben. I was saving it for the end of the of the episode, but that is what I was going to say is my absolute favorite part of the movie. My exact words were going to be, I love that Peter Parker is now just a normal guy who has to pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> that because for me, that Spider-Man, that's what I love so much about the Sam Raimi movies. That's what I love so much about reading the comic books is that they are just, Peter Parker is normally just a guy from Queens. Um, and all the stuff in the MCU, which they had their reasons for doing it that way. And I'm glad they didn't just do a straight ripoff of the original movies anyway. But it, w- it was always very annoying that he didn't get to be that because he always had this Tony Stark stuff and Spider-Man was already some big celebrity and like they had, they had all, all this other, all this other stuff going for them. So I really loved the very end of the movie when I'm like, he's just gets to be Peter Parker now. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 that was my cl- absolute favorite part of this movie
1: yeah and also what i liked about the scene it, get, it gave uh a tom holland an opportunity to show off how good he is at reacting to people dying and along with like him dying because he gets he gets he gets to show his acting chops and it's like man, he's brilliant as always yeah just the way just the way he's reacting to it it's like they, they always get me they're like when he's at the end of Endgame, he's like, Tony, we won. Wake up. We won. It's like, "Ah, oh, stop. <laughs> and Infinity War, when he's the one disappearing. And he's like, yeah, I
3: don't feel so good.
1: He's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. It's like, oh, you're so good. Stop it. <laughs> I can't take yeah. it.
0: And I did like the fact that Aunt May was just like, I want to help this man, but I'll fuck him up, too, with this piece of metal. I yeah. <laughs> 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 very, very, uh, very cool way for her to go out, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, wanted to go out fight. The glider. Yeah, one.
0: the glider has so much significance in these movies because of the things it's done. You know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Also, another shout out. A lot. One of the other things I criticize the MCU for is they have a big issue of people just wearing actual comic book style costumes. Like they they just they, they skip it a lot um, with a lot of characters. We but we got to see the Green Goblin outfit in this movie. And it, it started piecemeal. It started in the alleyway when he had this big clothes on. And then by the end, he's in the tattered, like, purple hood over his head. I'm like, that was smart. I really liked how they built up to us seeing that kind of OG image of the Green Goblin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely great. And th- in that scene, when he, shot, when he jumped on, on a glider after killing Aunt May, um, it was a very, just saying, Raimi, 1,000% shot of him doing that. It looked great. I was so happy because it was not some CGI bullshit, like it's most times where it's like, "Oh, Spider Man," but it's CGI Spider Man. That was actually going to foe hopping up on that fucking glider, you know, with some wires, or whatever. It was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. And and then after this, Spider Man's got to go get all he got to go got to get all the bad guys.
3: But first, he's depressed. Yeah, first he's depressed. Of course, yes. And and fucking. We get new Spider Man or old Spider Man. Which we we've already talked about. We Ned finds out that he's magic and he can use the freaking Doctor Strange Swingling. bullshit stuff, and is like, "I'm gonna find Peter Parker." And oh, it's Andrew Garfield Peter Parker. He's like, "Okay, now I'm gonna find Peter Parker." And oh, it's Toby Maguire <laughs> Peter Parker. And that's when I'm like, "Okay, movie, how did Ned know to stop? Mm. How did Ned know to not keep looking for Peter Parkers?" You know, yeah. which which is why I. I wanted them to start pulling out random shit. I wanted, to, oh, like, yeah. Chris Pine from Spider-Verse to be there. Like, I wanted everybody there. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say that that scene with Ned's grandmother and just 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 good comedy. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Funny, just funny That's shit funny. happening.
3: Mm-hmm. I left how the second time. Oh, we'll she talked for, like, two straight minutes, and all it turned out to be was, oh, can you guys clean this up? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> There was like get the cobwebs or whatever off the, off the, off the ceiling. It was, just, yeah. it was just, good. it was just good. It was funny, you know. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they went, they go find Peter. They have a big dramatic moment. Where they talk to him about you know being Spider Man's and all this kind of shit, right. and just you know,
3: yeah, they hit their emotional the core there. And then a little later, they get to have an actual comedic conversation. That when it started, I was like, I might hate this, but they tur- it turned out to be really good. I was actually very pleased with with the whole like the Spider Man conversation they had. And also the meta joke about how Tubby Maguire's back is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like. I like that was that was pretty smart. <laughs> you want to crack
1: it it? Beautiful. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: So and they yeah, ta- cool they addressed how Tubby Maguire's uh, Spider Man can make webs organically, which a bunch of nerds get so upset about all the time. And I'm like, who gives a fuck?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, so he, he yeah, and I love how intrigued all the other spider man are. It's like, yeah. how how do you do that? It's like, that's same. It's like, I wish <laughs> I could tell you. I have no idea. It yeah. just kind of happens. But I, I really love how Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire, they don't come in until the third act, but when they're in it, they're in it for the rest of the movie. It's not just like a quick cameo, just oh, we're coming in at the last minute of the fight to help save the day. No, they're in it for the last at least like 30, 40 minutes of the movie. And... They they do a great job, both of them. Yeah. But in my opinion, I was shocked at how much I loved Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in this movie. I feel like he came in and he turned my opinion. Well, I still think the other two movies are garbage. But him yeah. as Spider-Man, I, I just, it just turned completely turned my opinion around. I don't know if he's just dealing with a better director and better material or if, he, if he's just become a better actor over the years. But I, lo- I loved his take on Spider-Man here. Like, this is.
3: I completely agree. I was. I. Because I. Before this one, I rewatched the Raimi movies, but I never rewatched the Amazing Spider Man movies because I, I kind of agree. I think they're pretty much trash. But. And I remember not liking Andrew Garfield that much. But when I saw this, I was like, no, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. This guy's like actually really good at Spider Man.
1: hmm. It's like, how come we couldn't have gotten this? Like, this would have been great. Like, if. If they just want to randomly out of the blue give us an amazing Spider-Man 3, but with this same team and this Andrew Garfield, this this Peter Parker, I'm totally fine with it, honestly. Yeah. I don't know how they'd make it work, but I trust them at this point, uh, but I, I, I would like to see him come back, because he completely redeemed at least himself, and there was a lot of closure for his character in this, and a lot of closure for Tobey Maguire as well. We find out that after the events of Spider-Man 3, him and MJ, they... They met. Ma- they worked it out. Everything's good yeah, now. Yeah, they make it work. Yeah, they make it work. And you see, uh, you see a lot of the contrast between the three. Between the three different Spider-Man, you got Andrew Garfield, who has had a lot of tragedy upon tragedy. Like he was the reason for Gwen Stacy's death, and he never got over that. So it's just throughout this whole movie, he's dealing with a lot of self-loathing loathing issues, and Toby has to just step in and say, "Hey, dude, like you, you, we we need to work on this self-image thing. You are amazing.
3: You're amazing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <Would> you- <laughs> that's pretty good." Mm-hmm. This all talk stuff was very. Funny. Oh, mm-hmm. while we're on Andrew Garfield and mm-hmm. his uh, Spider Man, when <laughs> when um, freak, when Tom Holland's MJ falls off the uh, Statue of Liberty, <laughs> and, and Andrew Garfield her. is the only one who's available to save her, I got so fucking scared. <laughs> but then
3: he oh, redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> right. that is that was his like. The best little moment for him is that that look of relief he has on his face, and the fact that no one else in the universe he's in actually understands why he's so excited at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets it. Yeah. And then here's
0: the thing: I just want to say I must be the one guy in the world who did not mind the Garfield Spider-Man movies. They were not good, but also I didn't hate them. I was like, they exist. They're fine. Yeah. I never rewatched them though. Maybe they, oh, rewatched. They're, they're
2: worse. I don't. I'm with. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, man,
1: I don't. I, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember hating the first Amazing Spider-Man. I definitely do not like the second one, but I did not mind the first one at least.
0: I, I actually liked two better. I was like, "Jamie Fox is here. <laughs> we got fucking shit going on." He's he's just he's just good at movies. In I don't know, he elevates movies. He's in I guess I don't know.
3: I think oh, if you make right. a Spider-Man movie that I won't rewatch, that's an issue. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry, what were, what
2: were you saying, Mark? Uh, I was just gonna say that I I'm with you with the Amazing Spider-Man. They're not like amazing. But well, he, is a <laughs> he is a decent Spider-Man. He is a decent Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought He was a good, a pretty good Spider-Man. Very, very, very quippy, very jokey, like Spider-Man is in the comics. Right. Which I think, I think Maguire kind of liked that in his in his depiction of Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: Like the there there were par- But movies are different mediums. Yeah. So. The, those yeah. That especially in Amazing Spider-Man two, those like Spider-Man parts, like that was probably some of the best. Spider-Man moments in any films because of the way he was handled. Like that's that was the most comic accurate Spider-Man we've seen up until like Tom Holland or so. Like the way he moves around. Like I really like the suit in that movie too. I thought that was that's one of the best looking yeah. suits.
0: I agree, but yeah, I will say this: I just fucking cannot believe that in this fucking movie they go to the Statue of Liberty and they're replacing the torch with Captain America's shield. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck no. It's as bad as the goddamn Captain America musical in Hawkeye. Hell fucking no. no. The Captain Get America musical here. in
3: Hawkeye is fucking great. oh uh, no, I mean, like, thing it is, is that so is great, great.
0: <laughs> but, like, in universe, I'll be a person going, fuck you with this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, we
3: can't play Captain America's Shield on the, the Lady Liberty? Fuck off. And it's also funny you mention that because on Hawkeye this week, you overhear people talking about how they're adding Captain America's Shield to the Statue of Liberty. And then you see it in this movie, and I'm like, that's a pretty well-timed um, double whammy right there. It's like when uh, Agents
1: of S.H.I.E.L.D. was uh, still a thing. The uh, When The Winter Soldier premiered in theaters, that same week in that episode, they revealed that Hydra has taken over S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything starts going downhill. Oh, yeah. turn, turn, turn. The whole show yeah. The whole the show, changes. The yeah. TV
0: show ever? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't know how I agree with that last statement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, I just had to get off my chest. That, that, that sexual thing pissed me off so much while I was watching it. I oh. was <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. But, but you gotta imagine a if, we, set piece. if we lived in that world like if all of a sudden we had superheroes right now and one was named Captain America, we would do the mm-hmm. same shit. It I'd would be happen. the same person I am in that universe yeah. here. It <laughs> would happen.
0: Just a, just a real piece of shit.
3: <laughs> well, we can agree on that. Just um, shows up at your party and been like, "Fuck
0: Captain America, of <laughs> like, imperialism." This guy again. Oh my god,
3: we're not even, We don't even care about Captain America. We don't care. We're <laughs> having a party. <laughs> it's Jennifer's birthday. Can you shut the fuck up, like Captain America? God.
0: <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I'm that meme. The guy at the party in the corner, being like they don't. Like, I hate Captain America. Like, you don't up about it. Go home. <laughs> I will say, though, Statue of Liberty, great set piece for into the movie. It was yeah. a, it really worked for me. I yeah, it. it was great. Oh,
3: it yeah. kind of pulls together all the stuff that we know about Spider Man. He's from New York. And there you go. That's all you need, to see, really.
2: <laughs> and he pays rent. And he, <laughs> now, now he pays rent, yeah. yes.
1: Barely. Um,.
0: I thought, by the way, I will say, in this in the last part that we're having here the movie, I did, I thought that uh, one of my favorite shots is the three Spider-Man moon that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very, was very good. And they all pull their pants down? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I love that Compare dick sizes, and turns out they all have the exact same dick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Yeah, they're all the same color, same everything.
0: Could not believe, by the way, that was in the movie. Full frontal for three, three minutes. One, time. yeah,
1: it <laughs> was still rated PG 13. That's the craziest thing.
3: Yeah, Marvel can do anything. They got that right <laughs> by the MPAA.
0: They're fucking magic. I don't know how mm-hmm. he did it. And Dr. Strange shows up, he judges the
3: dicks. And I'm like, I
0: don't know, if he yeah. says it's on the level, he and he was like, they're the exact same dicks, guys. Hand motions,
3: is actually He's just jerking them off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those rings he creates are actually the ones that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're those little jerk off oh. dick
3: machines. He creates the most insane glory hole of all time.
1: And now we're going to spend $70 on fleshlights. just gave me a call.
0: He creates a little portal and just Wong's on their side waiting.
2: Wong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, he does this thing. By the way, we had mentioned Jason J. 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 Jameson's movie again, obviously. Fucking uh, as, great performances all. always. Yeah, so the thing
3: is, um, J.K. Simmons plays jay Jonah jameson in the mcu spider-man where he is essentially alex jones he even pushed his supplements yeah. in the middle of his segment <laughs> making it very clear that he's supposed to be alex jones mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it makes me so mad that there wasn't a way for us to flanagle the other universe J. Jonah jameson in and have them both be jk simmons but with different hairstyles <laughs> Oh that would have been such a good scene to have both Jay Jonah Jamesons talk to each other. But
1: Jay Jonah Jameson was there, didn't what, know that uh Peter didn't to to know that. That's Spider-Man why that's what I'm Peter saying Parker.
3: I wish there was a way for a well, well,
1: well mother in fucker, a second bin.
3: It doesn't actually matter if you knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, because I don't give a fuck. In the post credit scene, Venom from the Venom movies. Oh yeah. Tom Hardy is there, and he doesn't even know who Peter Parker is. Or who Spider-Man is. Yeah. So why the fuck? Did he get transported to this universe? And mm-hmm. if he can, why can't Jay Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. to have a really cool
1: scene? Yeah.
0: Was there a Jameson in the amazing movies?
1: No. You only no. you, I don't think you so. only the only the only part you heard from him was uh, you see, in one scene Parker emails him and J. Jonah Jameson sends an email back. You don't actually see him, you just see uh. an email. So.
3: But I heard that they actually got J.K. Simmons to type that email. So technically he played <laughs> J.K.
1: Jameson in all continuity. He had a free afternoon. Yeah,
3: You couldn't recast him, right? He's the perfect Jameson. Yeah. Like he's. Uh, it's like why they why the MCU never even attempted to do Green Goblin. Because <gasps> if you think you're doing better than Willem Dafoe, you're not.
2: Mm-hmm. Seth, I think it just hit me. Tom Hardy doesn't know who Spider-Man is. But mm-hmm. Venom does.
0: Does he? Why would he know that?
2: Do, and does he know that Peter of, Parker is Spider Man? Because of Spider Man Three. Because he no. wore the suit, he was. Fr- but that's not, not the, the same Venom. Venom.
3: This is Venom from the new Venom universe, not Venom from the Spider Man Three that universe. Maybe Venom
2: is also like a multi-dimensional Venom. <laughs> uh, okay, Venom has okay. all his memories from okay. all versions. If we, we would have gotten to for Grace,
3: making this
1: <laughs> shit up. If we would have gotten Till for Grace in this movie, I would have been excited.
3: Oh. I would have been happy. I, that would have been when I cheered. I, I would have been excited. Yeah! Now, what if he got, gets to the movie and he shows them, without any interruptions, his cut of the, of the Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> we watched that whole thing he cut together. I
1: was wondering why this movie was five hours long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, real quick, does. Does, does no director just tell Tom Hardy stop talking like that? Like, can you just talk normally for five minutes in my movie? No, he just does whatever he wants in terms of accents, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, he is and, and it, he is like an executive producer accent. in that mo- in these movies, so he kind of has a lot of power. Oh, yeah,
0: because I like the Venom movie. I don't, fuck everybody else. I love Venom. It's a great movie, actually. <laughs> uh, it's great. a bad movie, but I love it. But. He just does what he, his voice is so stupid in that movie. He just does. Just, what what accent
3: is this? Yeah, it's from a, a no place that's ever existed.
0: <laughs> it's from West Kansas or some shit. A state never existed in this universe. I don't understand it. By the way, can we just admit? Did y'all all before we see the
3: Morbius trailer? Did that play for you as mm-hmm. well? I did yeah. see the Morbius trailer.
0: Did you see you spot Michael Keaton in that
3: one? Yes, Michael Keaton's in it. <laughs> mm.
0: I'm like, come on, guys. Don't try and bring Morbius into the MCU. <laughs> yeah.
3: Don't do it. Can we let Michael Keaton do other stuff?
0: <laughs> Why does he have to be in Morbius? <laughs> I like the, thank you for putting him in the trailer so I know they're connected now. I don't have to go I don't have to, like understand that when Morbius shows up in fucking Endgame 6 that I, yeah, okay. I get Also, it. Here, the sure.
3: end of trailer joke in Morbius is so poorly done that I, I didn't even understand that it was a joke the first time.
0: What is the joke in that?
3: He's, they're like, what the fuck are you or something? And he's like, I'm Venom. And then he's like, no, nah, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. Hey, guys. And I'm like... My theater... <laughs> shit, there are pants laughing at that joke, so My theater, wow. absolutely no reaction. No, I... Because <laughs> first of all, I think the audio mixing is so bad. I didn't... the first, I watched it on YouTube. I didn't even know he said I'm Venom when I first watched it. I just thought he said something stupid. And I was like, I don't give yeah. a fuck. It wasn't until I saw it in the theater that I'm like, oh, he says I'm Venom. This is still a very, very poorly done joke, but at least it makes sense.
0: Also, Jared Leto just doesn't look good as the character, and the CGI looks bad. It just looks like shit overall. Yeah, I
3: hope they, they do something with that CGI, because there's no no excuse for it to look that bad in, in, in today.
0: And the reason I don't want to be MCU is just, just let the Venom universe be its own thing. The Venomverse, just let it be its own thing and be weird and not have to be constrained by the MCU stuff, but they can't do that, so... Spider-Man and, fights a bunch of villains. Yes. Spider-Man fights a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm.
3: And kills them one by one. The, one of the best moments. So we, Andrew Garfield has his moment where he's is able to save MJ and he kind of redeems himself in his mind. And he starts crying. And then, yes. But then.
0: I actually like that moment. Yeah, I it's it was great. great. No, it was great. Yeah, no, no, it was
3: powerful. No no, 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 no. I'm saying that's good. I'm, I love that. Yeah,
1: okay. That moment got me. So he
3: gets his moment. And then there's a moment where Tom Holland Spider-Man is about to kill the Green Goblin because he's so upset about Aunt May's death. And then Toby Maguire's Spider-Man jumps in, catches the glider, and with just his fucking eyes, Toby Maguire delivers maybe the best performance in the whole movie out of nowhere. And is just like, I know what you're going through. This isn't worth it. You should stop. And it works. And I'm fucking Dying in my seat. I'm like, this is the most amazing thing for me. And so Garfield gets his thing. McGuire gets to be Grandpa Spider-Man and kind of save the day. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm just eating it up in my seat.
2: And Seth, What
0: happens three seconds later?
3: Toby McGuire gets stabbed <laughs> by Dream Goblin. <laughs> he gets
0: murked. <laughs> And then fucking Andrew Garfield throws over the fucking injection and, you know... Yeah, uh, Godspeed, Spider-Man! Should have stabbed him in the ass, yes. yes. I agree with that. <laughs> right up the butthole. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man should have died. But like, that should be the end of the film is he dies. Like, what's the point of getting stabbed if he doesn't die? I
2: agree. Yeah. I think they were going for that. But at the same time, like, you've had, like, this... Awesome momentous fight. You don't want to end it with a fucking downer that that's a thing Spider Man's death. I do. I
3: think logically, as far as like stories and like good writing goes, Toby Maguire Spider Man should have died there. But the child in me was happy they didn't do the smart thing. Yeah. I kinda wanted Toby Maguire to live, go back to his universe and live out his life with MJ. Mm-hmm. That's just what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Not the smartest decision, but the one that made me the happiest.
1: Mm. But yeah, just
0: I will say that that fight was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Green Goblin and Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. so well. it, was, so well it was
1: incredible. Like they, they, they went back to what they did in the first one. Uh, they got him out of the sky and they went toe to toe with each other. And like, Spider-Man was just beating the shit out of him. Like Tom Holland was going at it. And one of my favorite moments was when he lifts up the glider and he's about to stab him. And Green Goblin's just sitting there grinning like, that a boy. That's how you do it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh he's so good. Yeah, because you can't win with a
3: Green Goblin. That's the thing. That's the thing that makes him so good. He's kind of, he's, he's almost like the Joker in a way, where it's like, if you kill him, well, he wants you to. But if you don't kill him, he gets to keep being crazy. And that's what he wants as well. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck do you do? Yeah,
0: I just like how Willem Dafoe is just a great, like, almost Jim Carrey level physical actor his whole demeanor changes between being norman osborne and green goblin like the way his yeah. face changes to do the, the grin is incredible
3: and the, the voice really he does is so good and i don't know why ben your impression of him a second ago made me think that if, if they were to make the original spider-man movies like 20 or 20 years before which would have been a disaster <laughs> but if they were you know who i could see playing green goblin who? robert england
1: ah uh, yeah yeah
3: played freddie krueger that'd be good that's probably the only other person i could see pulling that off <laughs> i could
0: yeah. see
1: that yeah and like fun fact he voiced the uh vulture in the uh, spectacular spider-man animated series
0: oh wow
1: so i could see him either playing green goblin or vulture if they really wanted him to do he could play vulture now but you already got michael keaton and michael keaton's fantastic so i would Dude, they, sh- they should have had fucking Vulture coming from the universe, you know, be the old Vulture from the comic <laughs> that, books. The one from Spider-Man 4 that we never got to see.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I did love by the way. So you talked earlier about the Green Goblin's look at the end of the movie. Where he has the tattered cloak on and whatever, and he's got these goggles. I don't know the fuck he found these goggles he's at. He's found them somewhere. But he's got them on. But when he shows up and he's coming out of the fucking sky with all these bombs around him, it's such a fucking cool moment. It's such a, it's such a great it's a Green Goblin comic book moment to see. I loved it. It was like a, a comic panel on the screen, which I think is is a rare thing to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that whole that whole sequence was pretty great. Where he shows him fucks everything up It was just excellent. Mm-hmm. You know he's Green Goblin, he's Spider-Man's greatest villain. I agree. And Spider-Man, by the way, we gotta admit, probably has the best roster of villains in any comic book property. Like, who's better than fucking Spider-Man?
3: Spider-Man is the greatest comic book character ever. Yeah, I, and that's one of the reasons. I
1: think the only person that may rival him in the villain department is Batman. But that's but yeah, Batman's true. like a close second when it comes to Spider-Man, in my opinion. Yeah,
3: I agree.
0: Why try? Try and name five Superman villains. Okay, there's... Lex Luthor.
3: There's Batman. <laughs> Fuck, that's not one. There's Bank Robber. I got one. Oh, uh, bank Robber. Brainiac. Brainiac, yeah. Brainiac. Yeah. Tall buildings. He leaps over
1: them. Yeah. <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> Bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pencil Dick. Calpin. Calpin. Pencil Dick, whatever his name is. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Batman. Yeah.
1: Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But you Martha?
0: Name 20 Spider-Man or Batman
2: villains, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Right now. I'm not going to. Spider-Man is just way more relatable. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. That's why. That's why. Like I said, I everything Spider-Man, I just eat up. He's been my favorite character ever since, forever. And I just think that as I've read the more comic books and watched more movies, there's a reason for that because he's he's just a guy. I yeah. love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, Spider-Man is the reason that me and you are friends, Seth. Because that is actually some deep lore. Yeah. <laughs> it was like second grade, and we were. Waiting outside the classroom or something. I was wearing a Spider-Man shirt that day. And he looks over he's like, hey, I like Spider-Man too. Which, of course, like every kid likes Spider-Man. But, you know, from there, like, the rest is history. Like, it was pretty much Spider-Man. Yeah, literally,
3: all I said was, I like Spider-Man. And
1: then we became best friends for, like, 15 <laughs> years now. Nice.
2: <laughs> that's all it took. Yeah,
1: Tobey Maguire, like, brought us together.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's so weird, like, contrasting, like, me and Smith's friendship i met really? him in college we like wrestled in the hall <laughs> yeah no no no
0: no no. the first thing that happened was i so i walked into you into your room playing guitar hero you looked at me and you sucked your tongue out
3: and he said i like spider-man
0: <laughs> and you missed every single note you missed every single note in the song but you acted as if you had just like won the olympics he did it with confidence yeah. <laughs> he did it with confidence <laughs> And I was like, this is a man I'm going to know for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And we did wrestle after that, so yeah. Yes. Yeah, naked.
3: No. Um. <laughs>
0: um, I will say, by the way, that uh, in the end, I I, uh, I guess final thoughts. Well, is, are, we, are we there yet? Are we, I mean, we're kind of there, right? We know the end of the movie is uh, he does a new spell to, get, to forget Peter Parker or whatever. Which yeah. I think, by the way, just real quick, does that fuck over every Spider-Man in every universe? I think I'm, just this universe. Yeah,
3: I'm going to assume they've scoped it to just his universe.
0: Mm-hmm. Because what if, like, Tom McGuire goes back to his universe, <laughs> and, Image and, and Mary is like, who, the, is who the, fuck the fuck are you? Are you? <laughs> Why are you in my house? Don't get touch your me. wizard, man. He's got to fix this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah,
0: uh, in the end, I, I'll give I'll give my final uh, verdict on the film is uh, I hope I didn't get coronavirus to see this movie. Um, because it... Uh, Homecoming is still better in my opinion. Sure. Um, they have never taught homecoming in terms of being a good spider movie. I mean, obviously, here's my okay, here's my real thought. I already saw this movie. It was called End of the Spider Verse and it was better. I mean, it's just a simple way of putting it. We got a bunch of Spider Men we're for fucking solving a problem. It was yeah. better. It was but that's a high, high, high bar to clear, so no no disrespect to the movie. Yeah. But I just I thought that it was alright. It was better than it was better than fucking far from home for
3: sure. Um but not as good as homecoming. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, yeah, my final thoughts. Um we'll do our we're gonna go around and do our ratings. I gotta I gotta think of what our rating system is for this movie. Um but yeah, like I said, I had a ton of fun. I was an inc- it was very, very well balanced between over-the-top fan service and actually telling a pretty compelling story. I gotta give them a lot of credit. I've been for the past year, I've been a bit of an MCU snob. I've been like, I like the movies, but here's ten thousand problems with them um but this one it's kind of solved a lot of that especially around the spider-man character and the way that it ends is what makes me love spider-man so much so i thought it was pretty fun marcus ben who's next marcus you go our guest will go last
2: okay i also enjoyed uh, this movie very much i do i feel kind of bad that we missed we skipped over like the visual feast of the fight between spider-man and dr strange oh uh, yes oh, yes fucking mind-bending Can <laughs> i can't imagine
3: the sweatshop of vfx order show to get that shit right. done right
2: uh, and as far as our like uh, grading scale my vote is a uh, dimensional mirror trains <laughs>
3: okay i
0: like it
2: <laughs> I will say, by the way, that, that scene where he fights Dr. Strange
0: is a great reference to the fact that in the comic book, Spider-Man somehow can sometimes win over guys he should have no chance against. Yep. He's beating crazy, powerful guys just by being clever, so I like that. Yeah, good good, good catch, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: Ben?
1: Uh, I love this movie. Be- uh, and it's pretty much impossible for me to look at this from, an, from a critical, non-biased viewpoint because of just how much This character means to me, and especially all the characters from the Sam Raimi movies coming in because I've watched that first Spider-Man movie so many times. Like I had it on VHS as a kid, I wore it out. Uh it is not only ingrained into my memory, into my subconscious, it is ingrained into my being. That movie is a part of me. So just having these elements come back just prohibits me from looking at it from a non-biased standpoint. But I really love this movie. They did what Spider-Man 3 couldn't do is you have a bunch of villains in this movie and you managed to balance it and make everything work even though there were some where you could obviously tell that they they were just kind of they were just kind of tacked on uh, just, just to say that they're in the movie, but they still managed to balance everything, balance all the fan y parts and uh, make it to where they did what Ghostbusters Afterlife couldn't do. And is that, you know, make the fan service like substantial? When you have a director coming in, like with Ghostbusters Ghostbusters Afterlife and saying, get ready for the greatest Easter egg hunt of your life, like, "Mm, no, 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 tell a story. And they told a story. The story had consequences and they managed to balance everything. Very well. I I like most of the performances. Of course, Willem Dafoe. He's just back at it again. He's great. Andrew Garfield comes in with the performance of the movie. In my opinion, like he, shockingly, he comes in and he like redeems himself in his performance from the last movie. Toby Maguire comes in and of course like he plays it like he did in the past, but now he's like an older, like you said, older grandfather Peter Parker, and like he he's figured everything out. Kind of playing, kind of standing in, playing that mentor role, and just. Like everything from like the fights, everything was creative. The stakes were uh, well, stakes weren't real. It's a movie, but the stakes were huge in regards to that character and where it could possibly take us in the future and all the stuff it set up. I, I thought it was great. I was like, "What? What was the rating? Like dimensional ghost trains or whatever?" <laughs> dimensional mirror, mirror trains. trains. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it nine out of ten. Uh, dimensional mirror trains. Oh, we're doing tens. I was, I was
3: thinking about oh. five. Oh, sorry. Well, in that it'd case, it'd still be nine. Okay, uh, wow. The
1: only, <laughs> the only issue I could think of was somebody pointed this out and now I can't unsee it. You could at points you could definitely tell this movie was filmed during COVID because there was a bunch of times where you could tell that a lot of these actors were obviously not in the same room together. Because there's a lot of over the shoulder shots and like a bunch of cuts in between parts of dialogue to where like that person they're talking to is probably a stand in, who knows? But it's good that I could tell, at least for the most part, Toby and Andrew, most of their scenes were shot together from what it looks like. Because during those scenes, they're in close proximity to each other and they're actually interacting with each other. So I think it's cool to have those, uh, at least those two by actually bouncing off of each other. But overall, I, I, I love this movie. I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it, and I want to see it again.
3: Nice. Smith, how many Ghost Trains do you give this movie? Out, out of... Uh, let's do ten, I guess. It's been start out either. of ten...
0: I'll give it eight, and oh, wow. I'll say that
3: uh, one of them doesn't have any wheels on it, so... <laughs> so you can just say seven and a half if you want.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying eight with one of the wheels. It's okay. Already.
3: I will give it... I'll go eight and a half, closer, leaning towards a nine, but eight and a half ghost ghost trains, whatever they're supposed
2: to be. Mirror trains. Mirror trains. I'm going to go with uh, nine, nine ghost trains, and with a battered Tobey Maguire on the front of each one of them. Yeah, just pulling
3: (laughs) pulling them together. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Woo! I love it. Should have brought that back.
1: Mm -hmm. I love it.
0: Also, the uh, just real quick, the fucking post credit scene with with uh, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, and more
3: importantly, the guy who plays Danny Rojas on Ted Lasso.
1: Oh, I knew he looked familiar.
3: Yes,
0: I, that felt the whole joke felt to me like it was a joke about comic books. It was like you're telling me there's a purple alien and all this kind of crazy shit. There's a green guy and he's angry or whatever.
3: Yeah, I would have hated that scene except for the fact that I did not understand a single word that Tom Hardy said the entire time. <laughs> Um yeah. I think
0: Tom Hardy sold it in my opinion. He so he sold the jokes. He's Tom Hardy. The silly the silly voice, he's just a good actor, so I'll give it to him, sure. Mm. Why not? Yeah. And of course they're setting us up for for something else later with the symbiote bit that was left behind.
1: Mm. Yeah. And uh also like at the very end of the movie, we got like basically a teaser trailer for the multiverse of madness, which is directed by Sam Raimi. So I, yeah. I am stoked for that movie. I can't wait.
3: They better let. Yeah. They better have. Same on me on a short leash.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean a long, no, leash, long I should leash. long leash. Sorry. <laughs> they better. Because mm-hmm. if they if they try to rein that man in, if they try to rein me him in, I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash a, a can of spider whoop-ass on Kevin down Feige. Him. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna turn yeah, Kevin Feige they're... into Kevin Rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gonna make him Italian. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna make him Italian. Hey, I do think that uh, the that's all, That's the only MC movie I'm excited for, and only because Sam Raimi is attached to it. And just let him be Sam Raimi. They're gonna see matter no matter what. Fuck you. Let him do he wants to. It's gonna make millions of dollars anyways. Who gives yeah. a shit? A,
3: it will make at, at least point, one million dollars, I yeah. think.
0: At this point, at this point, you can do a Lars von Trier <laughs> fucking MCU movie and people will go see it. So who gives a shit?
3: They will see it. They might never see another movie again.
0: <laughs> but they I, will see I, that I, one. They're hogs. They'll fucking slurp <laughs> it up. Can you can you imagine Lars von Trier's Sleepwalker?
1: Oof.
3: Yeah, if Lars von Trier does an MCU movie, it'll be all about Green Goblin's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to He's already got a connection. He's got yep.
0: on the phone. Exactly. I want to see a <laughs>
3: Willem get
0: me in. I want to
1: see a Paul Verhoeven uh, Marvel movie. I I, I love bringing up the movie
3: Antichrist and seeing Marcus's face. Oh. <laughs> it's not, it's not what brings me the most pleasure out of that movie. <laughs> uh, who who real quick?
0: What franchise or character would you give to Paul Verhoeven to do for Marvel? Hmm.
1: That is a good question. Uh, Punisher. Yeah. Punisher. Yeah.
0: Mm. Interesting. They're rebooting him in the comics. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh yeah. yeah. Didn't
2: they change his like icon or something?
0: Yeah. It's different now. Yeah.
2: It looks kind of stupid, honestly.
3: But yeah, I would like Paul Verhoeven to just do RoboCop, but with Punisher. Mm-hmm. And it all, all will be about a, a, um, critic, a critique of the American military.
0: I would give Paul Verhoeven, um, Rom the Space Knight. Mm. Of no, I'll give, give him, I'll give him, I'll give him M.O.D.O.C. Oh, that's okay. that can work. Because if I'm going to get that tattoo, it'll be because of Paul Verhoeven. I'll accept that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the only yeah. way.
1: So, uh, I think before we go, I think like we, a lot of move a lot of people were brought into this movie. Who are some people that you wish were brought into the movie? Even, even if they don't know that Peter Parker, Spider-Man, who are some of the characters that you wish you could have seen come back in, in this movie?
3: Dane DeHaan, Green Goblin, next question. No. I know you have another answer to this question, Smith. You've been talking about it for months.
0: All right, yeah, fine. If this movie only only by cowards, it would have Miles Morales in this movie, not as some actor playing him, the cartoon character from In the Spider-Verse would show up in this movie and cool world this shit. All <laughs>
3: yeah. right? That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. For me, it would—I mentioned it earlier—but it would definitely be original Jay Jonah Jameson, so he could talk to new Jay Jonah Jameson. That would be amazing. Mm. Oh, and then oh. Topher Grace showing his uh, full cut of the Star Wars movies, <laughs> not as Eddie Brock, no. as Topher Grace.
2: <laughs> um. Mm, ooh, uh, I would. God, because I'm an asshole, I would want to see Spider Gwen.
3: Spider Gwen, that's
2: good. Just. Just, yeah, and just see how she interacts with this crazy world. And-
3: I was hoping they would open up a portal and there'd be a baby on the other side, because that's the baby that's going to end up playing Peter Parker in the next reboot of the of
2: <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: like 10 years from yeah. now.
0: <laughs> also, real quick, another, another side, you can bring in Bruce Campbell. Yes. Bring him back. Bruce Campbell oh, should
3: have oh, been in this Christian. movie. It was an yeah. injustice that he was not in this All movie. All three
1: of his characters should have shown up in this movie. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. And on the same toe,
0: <laughs> Spider Man should have crashed to a family reunion, <laughs> and all the them were there.
1: <laughs> oh, that yes. would have been great. I hope, Bruce, I hope they incorporate Bruce Campbell into the multiverse of madness somehow. Like, I, I hope, I hope yeah. Raimi doesn't. But for me, like, I think, uh, I think it would have if, if uh, dearly departed Macho Man Randy Savage was still alive, I would have loved to have yes. seen Bone Saw come back, uh, even if it's just like a little, a little shitty cameo. I think that would have been cool. Uh, I also wanted to see that New Yorker from the bridge scene. It was like, if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of yes. us. <laughs> <I miss laughs> why why
3: couldn't they have been on like a bridge looking at the Statue of Liberty at the yeah. end? Yeah. <laughs> <And> just- <laughs> limply throwing things across the
1: world <laughs> Green Goblin. Not even getting close to hitting no, them, just, just yeah. throwing stuff.
3: Or better yet, just have the guy who apparently threw that brick at the beginning and just go... <laughs> 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 just throwing stuff yes. at Green Goblin.
0: Oh, no, guys. We should have had fucking Joe Manganiello come back as other Flash
3: Thompson. As Flash yes, Thompson. And, me. and have <laughs> him and way. Tommy Ravioli uh, uh, taught each other.
0: That part where he comes in and he's like, no! Sleep! I was like, <laughs> I "So hard Boston.
3: Yeah, that was great. Uh, that by the way, his great. name is Tony Revelori. I'm not like crazy for calling him Tony Ravioli. <laughs>
0: you are, but that's okay. Ke- Kevin fucking here, I said, "Are you hungry? Do you want Italian tonight?" It's my, that's my favorite joke
3: I've ever made. I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest one and your favorite one, which makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I also I, I really didn't think. Oh, by the way guys we're forgetting my favorite scene of the film Uh-oh. is when Peter comes back to school and J.B. Smoove Hannibal Buress and Martin Starr are there for their one scene in the movie which is <laughs> fucking hilarious <laughs> Hannibal
3: Buress is like I know you did it Peter <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was laughing yeah. so hard. Yeah, because they've I had so these they three comedy
3: that. guys in, in the movie so far, and I guess you just got, you just gotta give them their one scene in this one. Oh, and the fact that the school news reporter, who's been in the other two movies, is now like has like a bigger production crew, and it's making like yep. on like on the street news is amazing. <laughs> oh my god,
0: the whole like school where we shape heroes. I was like, oh, this hurts. yeah, the students put this together. You put that together. <laughs> Hands down, the scene I left the hardest at was that one scene. Mm-hmm. I like, these guys are, these three guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. so glad they got to come back for one more one more
3: gag. Yeah, wish JB Smooth was in more. God, what a, what a hilarious guy! Mm.
0: It's so funny. He's great in these movies too. He's great in the fucking in the other two movies. When he his whole thing where he's trying to do the fucking like the field trip whatever and like, in that second Far From Home. Yeah, might be my favorite re- recurring gag in that film.
3: Yep, yep, that was great
0: him and Martin Starr do go very well together as well. So, anyways, I
3: agree. Mm-hmm. So closing yeah. thoughts? Good movie, I liked it, and I'm very much with Ben and in, in that I can't really divorce my attachment to Spider-Man from how much I enjoy any of the movies. It's one of the things I cannot look at objectively, um, except for End of the Spider Verse, because that's just an incredible movie.
1: Mm-hmm. No matter how you it slice it, it is the it. best one. It is the best Spider-Man movie.
3: So. Yeah.
0: It might be the best comic book movie.
1: Yeah. I
3: mean, I honestly think it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, especially like, animated movies, it's in the top five for mm-hmm. sure. And movies, it might be in the top ten. <laughs> I don't know. I love right, that well, movie.
0: Get ready for End of the Spider-Verse review we're about to do here Yeah. Oh, no. We're yeah, we'll just do t- tag on a
3: breezy three-hour uh, review of End of the Spider-Verse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... This has been the Elenios Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf.
3: I'm Seth. You can find me writing about movies that I enjoy on indistinct-chatter.io uh,
2: Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at MrBeaches and I occasionally do a for the podcast.
1: Uh, I'm Ben. You can find me on Twitter at uh, TheBenPowell. You can also find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash TheBenPowell. I'm, I'm trying to stream a little bit more. Uh, cause, uh, like work over the last few months has just been awful. So I've had to take a break, but I'm trying to get back into it. So you can subscribe there, uh, for when it happens. And? Oh yeah. And, uh, I haven't done it in a couple of weeks, but we do have a wrestling podcast, uh, Southern Smackdown the podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Uh, we haven't recorded in a few weeks cause once again, work has been awful, but, uh, when we do start, you can follow it there.
3: I was gonna say, Andy made the theme song for this. Oh show. yeah,
1: I did do that. Yeah, I've yeah. been me. I've been meaning <laughs> to sit down and update it with newer clips, but I just have not been able to.
3: Yeah, we don't. We're not paying you, so don't worry. Okay. About it. Do, do it whenever yeah. you have as uh, the most leisure time op- okay.
1: possible.
0: <laughs> also, Ben, who What are you? What are you streaming these days?
1: Uh, lately, I've been streaming some of the new uh, GTA uh, Definitive Editions, more specifically Vice City, because uh, I didn't grow up with any of these GTA games. I wasn't able to really sneak them into the house. So my first time really experiencing like three San Andreas and Vice City are through these shitty definitive editions, these buggy (laughs) as hell. So it's been fun to stream those because of all the bugs, but it's kind of my first time really experiencing these. So that's what I'm start. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, I started playing Death's Door recently, which I may start streaming as well, because I'm having fun with that. I think it's really fun. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I, I have a few things that I'm trying to stream more.
0: Quick pro tip for you, Mm -hmm. Ben. Uh, In Vice City, listen to the talk radio channel because it is fucking hilarious (laughs) and I got a lot of jokes out of there that I would tell at school and be very popular for a while, so get some common material from there. Yeah, yeah. Vice City has a... They all have great talk shows, but Vice City, in my opinion,
1: is the funniest one. Is that the one where they're talking about? We managed to get a couple extra hundred dollars, which will keep us on the air for at least 15 more minutes. Yes. 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 That one's really, really funny.
0: Or like I love the guy who says like if you say this about communism, I'll show you a blue dog. And for some reason <laughs> I asked that stuff in for so long. I was like, I
3: like it. Blue
0: dog. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So we're that's it. Yeah, we good, y'all? Mm-hmm. We're out.
3: Yeah, we don't we don't do any of our we're outro good. quotes for review episodes. No, nope, we so. don't. No, nope,
0: mm. we don't. So for listening. good night. listening. Bye. And biters. good luck.
1: Pizza time. <laughs> Pizza time. <laughs> Later.